Hello, 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 my people. It's your girl, Anita Love, to hate, to hate, coming to you from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. God is good. He continues to bless me. My family's blessed. And well, another day above ground is always a blessing. Today is Wired Wednesday. Wired, what's up? What's happening? What it is? Wednesday. Yes, that's what it is. And on this day, I have a lot to do. I have school. I have work. I have some business that I have to go take care of, my daughter that I have to go and make, um, go to a meeting pertaining to, but it's, it's okay. It's late in the evening, so it's, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Um, as you know, on my podcast, I like to talk about my horoscope. I have a needle world news and tea. I have some Q and a questions, but I think I'm going to save them to the weekend. I'm not sure. It depends on how I feel later. And, um, for as hot topic. Um, I don't really have like a major, major hot topic. People wanted me to kind of emphasize more on Kanye, which I'm over the Kanye situation. But because of the situation of the comment that he made um, with TMZ, um, a lot of people was like really just had had it, was really just frustrated. And they're like, I don't think this right here is a publicity. I just think that this person no longer is a decent person. I really don't think that we know who he is. I don't think he knows who he is. And maybe not. But, you know, we may dibble in that a little bit. I don't know. We will see (laughs) how I feel about that. Um, But I do have my world news. And does sex change everything in situations? I think it does. Well, we'll be back and we'll talk about that a little bit later as well. But you guys don't go anywhere. It's your girl Anita Love to hate to hate. I'll be back on this wire. What it is, what it is, what it is, what it is, what is happening, what is happening, wired Wednesday. Yeah, I know I said that kind of backwards, but anyway, you guys don't go anywhere. I will be back. (laughs) All right, you guys. May 2nd, and it's horoscope time. I'm a Taurus for those of you that are just tuning in. May 14th is my big day, yes. And my horoscope reads, Voices from the past are nothing new, especially not for you, and especially not lately. It's been happening so often that at this point, you probably wouldn't even flinch if your kindergarten teacher ended up in line behind you at the grocery store. Excuse me. But when the one person you've always missed turns up on that same line, you may be taken just a bit off guard. Don't let it show. Hey, it's not like you haven't had the practice. Um, I, I, it's true. I don't like when people constantly bring up the past, but when they bring it up, it's like, oh my God, especially when you know, people don't always tell the truth of everything. Like normally when I meet people, certain people from my past, either they bring up something that's not even completely true, you know what I mean? Like, it may have some truth to it, but it's like they over-dramatic or over-emphasize certain things that make it look like it's the worst thing in the world when it really wasn't like that. And you're sitting there thinking, like, where do these people get this stuff from? Just like I've said this before on my podcast, a teacher held us in after class. We left. I was in my locker. She didn't want us to go to the locker. And as I was getting my book out the locker, she slammed my hand in the locker. So in one hand, I'm trying to pull my hand out the locker and I kind of brace, put my arm up to kind of push her off away because 
That's a natural reflex. All of a sudden, I jumped on the teacher. That's what that's been. For years, every time someone brings up something from school, that's what they bring up. I never hit the woman. I didn't get suspended for jumping on the woman. I did get fussed at for going to my locker after the bell rung. But other than that, nothing happened pertaining to me supposedly jumping on this woman. And every time I see someone, they bring that up. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, that's not what happened. But then you get tired of constantly saying, that's not what happened. So you just don't care anymore. I'm at the point now where I just don't care. I'm just overhearing it, I guess. That's, I guess that's what I could say. I don't know. But anyway, Love Scope reads, Your natural flair for art will serve you well today, especially when you send a creative message to your partner that will make them smile and be grateful that you're on their side. It's a great date night. Um, There is no great date night for me tonight. There is no message to send to my partner. Um, So I don't know. Maybe that's for a different Taurus, but it's not for me. Now, we did exchange messages in regards to some business uh, and some bills and stuff that needed to be taken care of. But other than that, um, no, we didn't. No, maybe later, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. Carry it on. Career scope. The advice you get from others won't be as trustworthy as it could be. So try to make sure you have your own back for the time being. Check and recheck every last detail. You'll be glad you have all your ducks in a row when the crap starts rolling downhill. I always do. I always do. Yeah. Finance scope. Courtship is in the air and money is an intimate part of the process, but love can blossom on the cheap if you put some creativity into it. Start with simple displays of affection. <laughs> you know, I like purses. I like jewelry. I like perfume. I like beautiful shoes, you know, heels. I like to look nice when I go somewhere. Even when I go to work, although I wear scrubs and my tennis shoes or whatever, I still like to look nice. I don't care if I keep it simple with my hair pulled back in a ponytail or if I have my natural hair short and most of the time I have my natural hair is pulled back in a bun or something like that. Or I'm wearing a wig or extensions or whatever. I still like to look nice, even if I'm simple. Um, presentation to me is everything. That's how I feel. Um, so, But people always think that I'm just high maintenance. I'm not high maintenance. I'm really not high maintenance. I'm as simple as you can get it, but I like to be cute. I like to be sexy. I like to look nice no matter what situation I'm in. And that's just me. And I've always been like that. But anyway, carrying on. Beauty scope because I am beautiful. That search for the perfect little black dress can be exhausting and you could be using your time in better ways. You'll find the right style solution when you're least expecting it. Live your life in the meantime. Oh my God, I have been looking for a black dress. I found a black dress that I thought would be cute and I, you know, I would like it or whatever, but the stomach part of it, the way the dress is styled, it makes me look like I have a huge pooch and I don't have a huge pooch. I do have a little pooch though, but it's not huge the way the dress is making me look. And I'm like, oh my God, no, why is this happening to me? But I have been looking. So I was like, I'm done. I'm not looking anymore. So when it comes, it comes. So that's funny that I'm reading this, but yeah. To the singles and singettes, treat yourself to brunch or coffee. Take a long, aimless walk. Take some tunes with you. Try a quick nap. You can give back to the community some other time. For now, you need some quality you time. Yes, honey. I'm not a single or singette, but I know what it feels like to need time to yourself. I totally agree with this. 
I totally agree. To the flirts, and if you're in a relationship, you're married, you're dating someone, whatever, where someone else thinks that y'all are an item, and you think that that person is an item to you, um, your ass shouldn't be flirting. I'm just saying. But it reads, you should get a reply to a recent request, a message that is pretty much exactly what you want to hear. You can take pretty much any attitude you want towards it, so think it all out. Think it all out. Okay. So there you have it. That is my horoscope for this May 2nd. <sighs> Remember, people, that we should always love ourselves enough to set boundaries. Our time and our energy is very, very precious, so don't waste it. We get to choose how we use our time and how we choose to you know, dispense of it. That's our choice. We have a right to that. We can teach people how to treat us by deciding what will and won't be accepted in our lives. Point blank in a period. So take that with you through your journey every day. And remember, I hope that you remember to push, 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 and keep pushing every day to be better than you was last time. I know for me, life has taught me that I can't control somebody's loyalty, no matter how good I am to them. It doesn't mean that they'll treat me the same way that I treat them. No matter how much they mean to me, doesn't mean they'll value me the same way. Sometimes the people that I love the most have turned out to be the people that I can't trust. And recently it has turned out for me that the people that I felt like I trust the least is the ones that I've been able to trust the most. It's backwards, it's crazy, I know, but it's true. And I always tell myself that I, you know, if people don't like me, I think it's a shame for them because they don't take the time to get to know me. Well, maybe one day or eventually I'll take a pencil and I'll, I'll try to, you know, I'll pencil in some time to like shed some tears or something about it later. But right now I'm busy taking care of my business, going to work, making my money, taking care of my daughter, taking care of my family, taking care of my marriage, taking care of my partner like I know that he should. I'm busy enjoying what I need to enjoy in my life. And I will be doing that all day. So till then, there will be no tears penciled in for me to cry on them. Because the older I get, the less I care about what others think of me. So therefore... The older I get, the more I enjoy my life. I'm just saying. So with that being said, you guys don't go anywhere. I will be back with my tea time. Peace. All right, all right, all right. It is a need love to hate, to hate on this wire, what it is, what's happening. Wednesday. I got a brain freeze, you guys, so I apologize. <laughs> it's been a long day. Long, long day. Well, I'm here with a to world news tea time. I know a lot of people are shaking their heads at why rappers, fans are screaming LJ Cole at the concert. And see, my thing is, you can get a recording of some people hollering or screaming LJ Cole. 
But do you honestly believe that everybody at a concert was screaming F J Cole? I don't. Anyway, fans of Explorer rapper, and I said that I wasn't going to say his name, um, Smoke Perp, uh, I guess that's it. I don't know who come up with these names, but, you know, each his own. Um, and other millennial rappers have had a great listen to J. Cole's sharply pensive K.O.D. album by now. I'm sure they have. Of course they have. In fact, it appears they've listened to all of it, all the way down to the last track, 1985, which clearly addresses some of J. Cole's younger rap homies who have attempted to clotted his name by speaking low on him. You know, in response, they restored to childish means that can only be expected of anti-Cole fans base with the F. J. Cole. You know, smirk perks, I guess. I'm saying that right. I really don't care. One-sided beef with the Dream Villa idol first reared his head in um, an interview when he spoke to him and his millennial rap peers trolling tendencies for what they now consider old-school rappers. Yeah, they said J. Cole's an old-school rapper. I'm not sure. Nowadays, everything is kind of a troll, though, let's just be honest. Um, and he, even he said, every er, today everything is kind of a troll. So people do know that Lil Pump's, Elf J. Cole tweets is trolling too as well. Of course it is. Gucci Gang, um, Lil Pimp is another 21 and under rapper who joined the anti J. Cole crowd with an unwarranted Elf J. Cole diss track. In the 33 year old finale KOD track, he takes the role less traveled in his address to young rappers by way of dialogue instead of a diss for those beefing up controversy with him. I heard one of them diss me. I'm surprised. I ain't tripping. Listen good to my reply. Come here, little man. Let me talk to you. See if I can paint for you the larger picture. Congrats because it made out your mama's house. I hope you make enough to buy your mama a house. I like that part of it. I'm not even going to lie to you. Now, he take a gentle approach at first. You know, J. Cole delivers a hard truth for the millennial rapper's generation. In his bars, he said, I must say, by your song, I'm unimpressed, hey, but I love to see a black man getting paid. And plus, you having fun, and I respect that. But have you ever thought about your impact? These white kids love that you don't give a F. Because that's exactly what's expected when you're skinned black. They want to see you dab. They want to see you pop a pill. They want to see you tatted from your face to your heels. And somewhere deep down, fuck it, I got to keep it real, they want to be black and think your song is how it feels. I know they probably hate on J. Cole. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, but J. Cole is spot on. Like, he is so on the money when he talks about that. I never understand why people tat their face up and all that other stupid stuff. Like, come on, like, stop it. J. Cole, I will always be a fan. I love the way you deliver your message. I love that you have substance in your message. 
It speaks volume of you. It speaks volume of what your expectation is in your black community, what you want, how you see your black community, the possibility of what it can be, and how important it is. And for that, I appreciate it. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Keep doing your thing. And I'm going to continue to buy your music because I did buy it. Yes, I did. And I bought it on iTunes and CD. Yes, I did. So whoever want to laugh at me, that's fine. I don't care. Anyway, carry on. Don Lemon upload a lot <laughs> on Kanye West over his most shocking claim of all. He said, I can't believe that I actually need to say this. Um he reprimanded rapper Kanye on Tuesday night for making maybe his most shocking claim of all. Early in the day, uh, Crazy West told TMZ newsroom staff that slavery was 400 years. Sounded like a choice. He also doubled down on his support for President 45. So, to be clear, I can't believe that I actually need to say this. Black and brown People who are enslaved for centuries have absolutely no choice. They weren't just mentally enslaved. This wasn't some kind of mind game. They were in real chains, Kanye. Like that really, really happened. That really, really happened. At Lemon, Don Lemon on Kanye West slavery was a choice remark. This wasn't some kind of mind game. They were in very real chains. Lemon later said West was embarrassing himself with his comment because he doesn't know history. He doesn't know what free thinking really is because people are free criticism. People are free to criticize him, and just because people feel a certain way about slavery and the African American experience in this country, there's a reason why there's a consensus around that. It's because of facts. It's because of history. Get your information right now. I don't think Kanye cares about racism, and this has been a very hard week to swallow, namely because of rapper and what people now are saying, the former black man Kanye West, Kim Kardashian's dotting husband. He has been known for his sporadic rants, but this time I think it's a bit too much. I think he's taking it a little bit too far. I mean, yeah, he went. He took the Twitter to share whatever thoughts were running through his mind, and clearly the sunken place has Wi-Fi now because Yeezy tweet storm has been nonstop flow of un- unconsciousness, bringing us into his idea of free thought, his referencing conservative commentary, commentary, and um, his apologetically black woman Candace Owens saying that he loves the way she thinks. Owens thinks that black people who cry over racism and oppression aren't actually experiencing it, but our ancestors did. Owens thinks that racism isn't real. Now, mind you, Owens is the one that, with the help of the NWACP, sued some white kids. Yeah. So go back, do your research, and pull up Candace Owens and get your information from there, and then we will, you know, maybe if you want to have a discussion about it, we can have a discussion about it. People like that are not an impact on me. I don't give two shits about you guys. I really don't. I'm sorry. But, you know, people want to talk about it. You know what else or who else thinks this way? Um Who cares? (laughs) That's my answer. Who cares? Um, But more specifically, the former Real Housewife of Atlanta, Star Kim, uh, 
Um, I, I, you know, she went on her rant about what social media has brought racism to the forefront, and it wasn't really a thing that she came back and apologized and all that other stuff. Um, with her, you know, her, her whitest tears, you know, that she could cry because wasn't anything coming out about the entire cat bullying her. Um, I, her ramp kept going until she landed smack dab in the white landing, claiming that the whole racism thing in this day and age is bullshit. Every one of those motherfuckers on that couch owed this world a effing apology for this racism shit. They already tried this claim that shit long ago. Sherry, which is a black woman, as you know, nobody really bought into it because social media wasn't there and racism wasn't fucking all that real, and you know it. Now, back to Kim and Kanye. How dare you? To claim that racism doesn't exist is like saying the Kardashians are all natural. It's saying that their lips and their ass and their breasts are all, all theirs. Now, as Kim and, and Kanye West, you know, they gear up for their get out too, <laughs> out of the sunken place that they're living in. Um, I'm left, as well as many, many other people, wondering how many other warm-blooded Americans think racism is a myth. Because it, it puts it there, you know. Even if you don't want to believe that people think that way, all this that's constantly coming and constantly coming is there. Now, I did get his point where he said by 45 winning, it can make a person think that anything is possible. I agree with that. I totally 100% agree with that. Because who would have ever thunked? Thunked is a word, right? Well, it's my word. Who would have ever thunked that 45, uh, yeah, Ernst Trump, would be president? Don't figure, but he is. And everybody know he racist, but, you know, that's him and Kanye, they can folks now. So with that being said, I I will not be buying his music. <laughs> um, I'm not a supporter of his. Um, I do think that him trying to get over and, and, and accept and get past his mother's loss I understand that part, and I will say this, that you never really truly get over the death of someone that you truly love and care about. You never do. Um, as you continue and you trust God in the process, those days will get easier to bear, I will say that, but you never truly get over people that you wholeheartedly love. I'm just saying. All right, for my topic, it was the sex changes thing. Or the sex change some things, or the sex change everything, like everything. I think it changes a lot, and I think that women are more straight up and honest about their thoughts on things than men. I think men try to be these modules. Oh no, sorry, it doesn't matter. But you guys don't go anywhere. She, me, her, your girl Anita will be back. You don't go anywhere on this wire, what it is, what it ain't, what's happening, what it is, Wednesday, you guys. You don't go anywhere. I will be back. Yes, honey. I will be back.
All right, all right, all right, you guys. In my experience, we don't like to look weak or desperate. Men and women. And all the men say they're okay with a woman being a non-monogamous. In all truth, they really are not. It probably just sounds really good to them and theory in their mind because it means that they get to do their own thing when they want to with whoever and don't have to explain anything to anyone. But the reality is, while they may be or more than happy to be non-monogamous themselves, they don't truly believe that the woman should be non-monogamous. They feel like that woman should just be just for them and they should have multiple partners. Now, does sex change things or maybe some things or all things? Sex almost always changes everything. Yes, I said almost everything. Now, I talked to a friend of mine named Tammy and we we and, and we talked in length about her lifestyle. And she was very open and honest about her lifestyle from the beginning. And she answered all of my questions. She feels we, men and women, have to have a good understanding with one another. She said that she was seeing someone, well, they were getting to know each other. And she said that she knew that he was single and was living his life as a bachelor. And she knew there were other women in his life. And she wasn't concerned about it because, frankly, it wasn't any of her business. It's the way she looked at it. She was okay with it. Um, she said they were not committing to each other. She said it was just supposed to be an enjoyable relationship in which they spent time together now and then and enjoy the moment as they had them. In other words, it wasn't supposed to be that deep. It was supposed to just be having fun, random hookups with each other, and they were both okay with it. Well, she was okay with it. She said that she was openly and honest with him. And then she said, then I'm going to be openly with you. I will openly admit that the time that they spent together in the hotel rooms during their weekends and um, I think she said they were in Florida. She said it was magical and it was intoxicating. It was just breathtaking. It was just very amazing. She said they went nearly like almost like 72 hours of nonstop contact with each other. And she said having 72 hours of nonstop contact with the same person will have anyone feeling some type of way. And I have to agree with that. Um, but once they got back to reality and, and there was some distance from them, she said that they were able to put things in a clear perspective. But still, in those first few days after the weekend, they both were still high off of their, you know, encounter the weekend. And that reflected in the tenor of their conversations and interaction with each other. She said that it was 
that it was subtle at first. Um, he was calling her more. He was texting her more and generally wanted to keep up with her more. She said it was cute and it was sweet and she allowed it because, you know, fuck it. I mean, it felt right. She said a few days after he left, um, she he mentioned on the phone that he had plans for the night. And when she asked him what he was up to, he told her that he had a date with another woman and that he had been seeing her since before he even met her, my friend Tammy. Um, she said she wasn't jealous or bothered by it, but she said she was very nosy. She was just very curious. And she was going to ask him questions about her and their relationship the relationship they had with the other lady. He answered her without any hesitation, and then he asked her if she was at all bothered by him going out with other women, and she said she told him no. And he was like, okay, great. And he said, you have absolutely no reason to be. You are winning in every category. See that right there? Mm-mm. If I'm winning in every category, dude, then it's not going to be somebody else. Just saying. She said the next morning, uh, he wanted to speak with her about it again. And she said this time, he asked her if if um she would be bothered if he knew that they had sex. And he had sex with the other lady. And she said, I told him no. And he said he, he asked because he admitted to her that he had spent the previous weekend together having sex with her, Tammy, and the other woman got jealous. And for me, this is the time where shit get messy. Side effects of open relationships get construed. Sometimes some people experience or feel jealous, you know, it, it is a natural human emotion and reaction, so it's very, 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 very important to communicate about it and handle it carefully and accordingly. Um, she <clears throat> went on to tell me that she, she said it was on her mind, um, even a week later, maybe two weeks later, she said, and he began to make it clear that he wanted to be the center of her attention, Tammy's attention. He didn't beat around the bush about it. He told her he was willing to drop all of his extras if she would drop all of hers. And um, I asked her, I was like, so how that was going to go down? Like, how y'all was going to do that? She's like, I, that's just how I asked him. That she asked him how was it going to work, and um, she said that she lived one place and he lived somewhere else. It seemed unrealistic. Um, she said she wasn't completely opposed to it. She just wanted to approach it from a healthy, careful, and a very thought-out position. But her willingness to drop every other man immediately just to be with him seemed um, a little unnerved. You know, after spending um, 
days telling her all the reasons that it would be a good idea for them to do that, he was annoyed when she once told him, I don't know, I really have to think about it. And he told her, I'm trying to offer you a world of happiness over here, but it seems like you're more worried about being able to pass your pussy out to random dudes. Well, he didn't say dudes. He said the other word, and I don't use the other word. And I was like, what? He said, what? He said, what? She's like, yeah. She was like, I was like, what? Um, she said she was offended as hell. And because her mouth is so slick, like I'm telling y'all, y'all ever meet her, ever got a chance to talk to her, you'd be like, what? She said she had to clap back. And she said, you weren't worried about it when you were one of those random dudes. She said um, that it was unfair and it was an unfair comment for him to make towards her when he knew it. The fact of the matter is she wasn't passing herself out to anyone at that time. But the mere fact that she had the option to do so seemed to be more of a concern to him. He was aware of his mistake, and he tried to apologize to her immediately after he realized that she was mad or whatever. She said, but she was already way too pissed off to be open to listen to him trying to explain it. She said she cut the conversation short. He called the next morning and again tried to make amends, but the damage was done. She felt the need to establish some boundaries and put a little distance between them. Um, Both of them knew it would take a while for him to work his way back into her good grace. And um, she said, even if I let him do that, um, it it would still have been a problem if she just excused him just like that. And needless to say, they did make amends. And she said they eventually started a relationship and they started dating. And honestly, she said they've still been dating to this day. And she said that she has very, very strong feelings for him. And he has very strong feelings for her. And um, I was like, well, that's a good thing, she said. But she didn't realize that love was so hard. And I was like, yeah. I don't think it's the love that's hard. Because love is people. You know what I mean? And people are simple creatures. Simple human beings, you know. We overcomplicate things. We make things far more complex than they need to be. We we find a thousand different ways to, to document the same thing. We build fake barricades with, with file-proof shit. You know, plans that come tumbling down the minute we put them into action. We live day-to-day stuffed to the brim with anxiety. And why? And we don't need to. All things considered, we're we're pretty lucky to be able to be in relationships with people that truly understand us and get us. So, yes, sex changes everything. No matter what situation you're in, in almost every situation, sex changes everything. The only advice that I would give people is to communicate often. Don't communicate when you first meet six months, seven months, a year later. People think they're in a relationship and they're not in a relationship and they're ready to fight when they see you with somebody. No, you have to communicate often. When a person starts checking for you, like, where you at? Where you going? Well, who is she? Blah, blah, blah. 
feelings that got deeper and more and more involved. I'm just saying. So just be mindful of the type of situation that you're in. And just think about it. You know what type of person that you are. And you know that you're not a type of person that has random hookups or friends with benefits. Everybody knows in their hearts of hearts what type of person they are and what type of relationship they want or they want to build or they want to continue with a person. So don't lie to yourself because you want that convenience. You want something right then and right now. Oh, I know them. I know they're clean. I know they're safe. So I, we can't do that. That's how we fool each other. And then we're mad and we want to fight Susie, Becky, and LaRonda because we didn't understand the boundaries that we had from the beginning. Communication, babe. Communication is the key to every single thing. All right. There you have it. I'm not going to prolong it. Sex changes almost everything. Communication is the key. Communication, my people. Guys, let me tell y'all something right now. You can always tell how a person really is by the people they got around them. That's why I don't fuck with a lot of people. Ain't that right, delicious? He'll give a fuck. You think about KFC. Yeah, you can always tell, bitch. Seriously, that's why I don't fuck with a lot of people because the people you got around you, bitch. The reason why I won't work with you because the people you affiliated with, they defy your character. You know what I'm saying? Uh-uh, bitch. I ain't with all that shit. See, you won't grow because you got people around you that's pulling you the fuck down. So why would I want to be connected to you, bitch, so you can pull me the fuck down? Ain't that right, delicious? Bitch, uh, he don't give a fuck. All he's thinking about is Thanksgiving, bitch, in his bag. All right, yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Okay, I'm trying to tell you. I can't fuck with you because you got the wrong people around you. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather hang with my family, bitch. Stay here on this mattress. Ain't that right, Nicholas? Bitch, I ain't no mattress. Yeah. Let me tell y'all something. Some of his interview made sense. 
the fact that there was no semantics that slavery was a choice. At any point, that slavery is a choice is appallable to me. It is disgusting, it is disrespectful, and it's a slap in our face. Do I think that every conversation that comes up with black and white slavery should come up? No, I don't. I don't think it's necessary. However, I do think that if the conversation need to involve slavery, then yes, you bring it up. Now, Kanye is a very smart, intelligent person. He knows what to say, when to say it, how to say it, and who to say it to. So he knows I can say what I need to say to piss a lot of my black folks off, but I'm going to keep some of them because I'm going to say this. But I'm going to give me a whole bunch of more white supporters in the process. Now, I don't know if he would win if he were to run for president. But I didn't think Trump would win. And I understand what he said by Trump winning, it would make a person think that anything is possible. Now, I do believe that. Because who would have ever thunk? I know I wouldn't. Thunk is a word, right? Anyway, who would have ever thunk that Trump for his daughter would be somebody's president? I know I didn't. But I know that how he got in it had nothing to do with me voting for him because I, she, me, her, Anita, love to hate to hate, then I vote for him. And just like I didn't vote for him, I'm damn sure will not be voting to get him back in position, nor would I be voting for a possibility of Kanye to possibly be anybody's president. Never. Never. Now, I think he is a little imbalanced, but like they plenty know, he's a genius. He knows how to market bullshit. He knows how to stir the pot. He's another Trump. He's just a black Trump. In my mind, I'm looking at him, he's just a black Trump. That's how I view him. I say whatever I need to say to get my record sales. I do whatever I need to do to make sure I don't piss too many of my black folks off. But I'm going to say whatever I need to say to make sure I keep my white supporters because he knows how to market himself. He knows how to market bullshit. Same thing with Trump. When people start drowning in on him and his lies, let me say something stupid. Let me piss some folks out so people could be over the social media fussing and cursing each other out. Smart. Smart, because instead of you talking about homeless, veterans with no money, no aid, nowhere to live, instead of we talking about all these black females that's been kidnapped and raped and some of them have never been home, instead of we talking about all these black men that have been murdered by the hands of law enforcement, instead of we talking about the poverty and which y'all trying to make sure the poor stay poor, lead them to homeless, the middle class you lead them to the poor house. So instead of we talking about that, we're talking about, well, it sounds like you're racist because you're saying that. Oh, no, you're racist because you're mad because Kanye has an open mind. Oh, no, you're racist. Shut the hell up. 
Because anybody that argues with another black person when you have never lived a day in their life as a black person and you try to sit there and argue with them about how they feel, for being in the skin that they in, when they've ever been discriminated against, talked about, or cursed out, or disrespected in any type of manner because of the skin color, you stupid. And because black folks didn't live back then, that means they shouldn't be affected by what have happened before them? When they're constantly reminded? Are you kidding me? But see, I want us to clap to Kanye for being creative. Clap Kanye because he's saying, let's do love. That's so love. Do you honestly believe this crap? If anybody believes this crap, all y'all crazy. And I'm not going to keep it going. At the end of the day, his children are still black. But they're also white or whatever their mama is. Now, I'm not going to say he's wrong for having his opinion because everybody has a right to their opinion. But when you say something as stupid as slavery is a choice, I don't care what the rest of the interview say. I don't care who took the rest of the interview and made it make sense to them. The fact that you would say slavery is a choice is the most stupidest, stupidest, ignorant thing I could. That's just like being poor is a choice. Being homeless is a choice. Being black in your hood in the ghetto scared that you might get killed, that's a choice. Being born to a crackhead mama, that's a choice. Having a daddy in and out of jail, that's a choice. Right? How stupid is that, right? That's the same thing I'm saying about this other stuff that people wouldn't get on social media and fuss. And you know what's, what's sad about it all is the white people ain't arguing with white people about what Kanye's saying. And black folks ain't arguing with white people about what Kanye's saying. It's black folks arguing with black folks about what Kanye's saying. But y'all think y'all stupid? Because this man going on these interviews, getting paid to go on these interviews, uh, people are buying his music. Um, he's getting ready to come out with a book. Um, he's not dropping one album, but from my understanding, it's two. Plus, he has other music that he's featured on with other people that he's trying to get them to put out. So, And the point of all of this is to have his name all over social media and have his name coming out your mouth. Now, you're mad and fussing with each other over social media about this man. <laughs> but y'all don't think y'all stupid? Y'all don't think y'all crazy for that? And how the people that sit there arguing about what somebody feels compared to what another person feels, probably still living with their mama. Probably one of them people in those communities. Probably ain't got a pot to piss in or one to pour it out of. But sitting there arguing with another black person about how they feel and their interpretation of what Kanye said. That can be taken anyway. It's just like reading a book. You can have seven people read the same book. And guess what? Those seven people can take that book seven different ways. But until you get it from the author itself, you don't know what the meaning is. It's literature. It's whatever interpretation that you take from it. 
Kanye is a gimmick. He sells himself. He knows how to market himself. And he knows how to say, what to say, when to say it, and who to say it to. And y'all buy it. Y'all buy into that. But see me, her ain't buying his music. And she me, her don't care if he run for president, because she me, her, a needle who loves to hate to hate, I wouldn't vote for him. With that being said, y'all have a good one. All right, all right. It's coming down to the end of this word, what it is. What's happening Wednesday, guys. I just want to thank them. On my world news, Keaton, Kanye and his dramatics, J. Cole with people hating on him, Up and Rising Star. I cannot pronounce her name, um, but it's O R A N U C H H. She's on YouTube, she's on Twitter, and Instagram. Which I'm, I have logged out of Twitter, and I have logged. Out of um, Instagram, so um, I might log back into Instagram, and I'm not sure just yet. I'm just trying to detox myself from it because of all the Kanye stuff. I'm just sick of hearing about Kanye, and um, the reality that Kanye is dead the fuck, <laughs> like Tip Ti said, scares me. But the fact that Trump was even able to win that presidency scared the shit out of me. But I believe that there's a bigger man that sits up high and looks down low that's going to take care and protect us all. And everything that people mean for harm, he's going to make it better. He's going to see fit and protect you. And I want to take the time and thank you all for tuning into my podcast. I appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Remember to stay true to yourself. Never allow someone else's thoughts and opinions to dictate who and what you are to yourself. Remember to live, love, and laugh and allow God to be God. Until next time, you guys have a blessed and fabulous, safe day. And again, thank you. I need a love to hate to hate. Peace.